Hey Junior Nation, now more than ever, exclusive, entertaining, and free content from the world of Dale Earnhardt Jr. is no further away than your fingertips. It's all thanks to Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo' Radio presented by Exalta. All eight Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, DaleJr.com. So whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, on the run, or just hanging out, Dirty Mo' Radio gives Junior Nation its newest and most versatile way yet to plug directly into the world of Earnhardt anytime, anywhere. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. I love you, Mom. She's one of the most influential women in NASCAR. I love my mom. My sister Kelly always has my back. I couldn't be prouder of my daughter. I love my wife Kelly. She's my best friend. Welcome to this week's Fast Lane Family, brought to you by Bedhead by TG. You can get Bedhead by TG products at your local Ulta, and you can also visit Ulta.com and enter TG15 and save 15% off your favorite TG stylers at checkout. So this week in the Exalta studio, we are doing an Ask the Fans episode, and we are taken to Periscope and Facebook Live with questions with the fans, and so that's what you're going to hear today. Somebody wants to know if they can marry you, Kelly. I am already taken. I have a fabulous husband of six <laughs> years, and um, so the answer would be no. Why didn't you drive for Dale? As in drive for Dale in NASCAR? I mean, I, I had a late model career in the 90s with my dad and Teresa and uh, chose to take the work route. And um, so I, um, the opportunity to drive for Dale has never come up. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question. If you got an opportunity to get back in a late model, would you do it just for fun? We've discussed that. And between my husband and my mom and being, um, you know, a mother of three, we've said no. <laughs> Funniest memory of Dale Jr.? Oh, gosh. There are lots of funny memories of Dale, but I think w one of the things that sticks out growing up was that he was pretty much scared of cars and and things like that. Um, so for him to be a race car driver was is pretty interesting to me because, like, when we learned to ride bikes, he wasn't great at that at first. And then we, we had a, a yard cart that we drove, and I backed that into a couple things with him on it. That didn't go over too well, and then when I was when I was in my teens, my dad bought us a um, junker Volkswagen out of the junkyard, and we ran it around our farm, family farm, and I ran that into a tree on on the uh, passenger side, um, and shut him in the car, and he walked back to the barn um, where my dad was. So it's just funny to me that he takes those uh, you know high bank speeds. Uh, in NASCAR today um, based on that childhood stuff. Somebody wants to know, can I be in your family? <laughs> can you be in our family? <laughs> we have a pretty big family. When we go to Mamaw Earnhardt's, there's like 45 of us there. And so um, I think, you know, unless um, there's family members having kids, joining the family is pretty much off limits. Somebody else wants to know, how is deer hunting and the deer looking in PA? I guess that would be an LW question. Do you guys talk about that? Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm on all the deer photo streams. Come on, Natalie. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so deer hunting is looking good in PA, doing some, some different things up there to manage the deer herd, as my husband says. And believe me, I have to hear a lot about this. So, um, but yeah, things are looking good. Things are looking up and he's already got trip scheduled and so um, we'll be deer hunting in PA. Very nice. Did they ever make a die cast of any of your cars? 
Yeah, they did. They So they made the black number 38 Camaro that I drove in the late mall stock, um, which was a mom and pop sponsor. I know they're hard to find, so you have to look on eBay and places like that. They made 3500 and and I still get them in the office today to get autographs. So. Really? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. How do you handle the stress of Carson racing? <laughs> it's actually... <laughs> The Carson racing is not very stressful at all. Carson, the teenager, is what stresses me out the most. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, she, it's, I mean, we've done racing all our life. I, I don't get stressed about it. If she enjoys it and she likes to do it, then, um, you know, more power to her. And as a mom, I, I mean, I, I just don't get real nervous about it. So somebody asks, how did you get into all of this? Like what you're doing now with running the company and where did, how did that all come about? Well, you know, I, I guess... I did good in school, graduated high school, went to college in Wilmington, ended up transferring to Charlotte. Um, I always knew I wanted to get my degree. My dad wanted me to get my college degree. And then um, in my third, almost fourth year of college, I went to college five years because I transferred. <laughs> but so, so beginning of that fourth year, I started working for a marketing company that did the Good Ranch AC Delco stuff. Worked for them for two years. Then my dad bought Sports Image in 1995. Went to work there as an account manager on the Mom and Pops and Western Steer. I did Food City, a bunch of different things like that. Um, and actually worked under Joe Mattis, who works here now with me. And, um, you know, just worked my way up through that business and the souvenir business with Action. And then when my dad passed away, the opportunity came about for me to come here and work for Dale. And that's what I've been doing since 2001. If you were, I like this question. If you were running for president, who would be your vice president pick? If I was running for president, oh, that is a really hard question to answer on the fly. Who would be my vice president pick? Um, definitely not any of the current candidates. Um, let's see. What about just anybody in your life in general? Anybody in my life. Mr. Hendrick. That'd be a good one. That'd be a great pick. That's actually really good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everybody wants to know how the pool party was. The pool party was awesome. Um, good turnout. Great baskets. We do this basket trade thing, so everybody brings a themed basket. The Bloody Marys looked good the next morning. I didn't have one, but I got a few pictures. Natalie's laughing her butt off. We had fun at the <laughs> pool, um, played left, right, center. Mom got these. One of the girls here at work gave her a set of dice that you can actually play left, right, center in the pool. So that went over very well, except the that dollars got wet. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Who would be your dream guest to have on Fastlane Family? Reba McIntyre. Oh, that would be that would be really <laughs> fun. Have you ever gone to a roller derby? I've never gone to a roller derby. However, Dell and I watched roller derby when we were kids like crazy. <laughs> I mean, that was what was on Sunday after church. And um, it was WCCB here in Charlotte at the time. And it was between wrestling and roller derby. And, and so I did follow roller derby and really liked it there for a, for a while. So one of the big, well, well, we'll ask this one first. How's Wyatt? <laughs> Wyatt's <laughs> wonderful. Wyatt, I just dropped off some polos to our, um, the this girl that gets um, things embroidered here with our JRM logo. Because Wyatt informed us that he has a job now, and it's here at Junior Motorsports. He's taken over an office here on the first floor. And he needs some polos with the Junior Motorsports logo so that when he goes to school, he can let his teacher know he has a job, and he will not be coming back to preschool. <laughs> I love that. So, That's right. I yeah. saw that on your Facebook. So I bought him four polos today, and, and it's gonna. they were actually only $3 at the store. It's probably going to cost me $10 to get each of them <laughs> embroidered. <laughs> Somebody said, hey, from Fargo. That's where I'm from. That's awesome. Oh, that's Natalie's, North Dakota. Oh, yeah. Um, Jason, I know he's a big fan of the show. He wants to know um, best advice for someone looking to get into the business side of NASCAR. He loved your episode with Shannon and her advice. Um, you know, just network and work hard. I think, uh, you know, like Shannon said, if – 
if you're passionate about something and that passion shines through to the people that you meet and the people that you network with. And if you're given the opportunity, you know, take a free job <laughs> working. I know that you can't work for free your whole life, but, you know, if you, there's something you can do on the side with some teams on weekends uh, that are racing in your local area or anything like that to put experience on your resume, when the opportunity comes to have that interview, one of the things that you've got is that experience. Even if it's small town, you know, Saturday night racing, it's still good experience. And then you're going to work your way that tr somebody at that track may notice you, someone within the series may notice you. And um, just so just put yourself out there and, and let that passion shine through. Another question was, how about Cole's run at Eldora? What do you think about the dirt? I loved watching the dirt race. Um, you know, there, there's something, the trucks don't go around there looking quite as fun as the sprint cars do, I will have to say. But, um, you know, they're just bigger bigger and clunkier, I guess. But, uh, you know, he had a great run. I thought, I mean, the race was loads of fun to watch um, and just them sliding around and slipping and sliding. But um, uh, it's, it's an interesting concept being on that dirt for sure. Somebody wants to know if you could travel anywhere on your bucket list, what's your travel bucket list? A travel bucket list. Um, my husband would be gouging me like anywhere that you can go hunting. Um, <laughs> Shocker. Like in the, the Northwest or something. But, um, you know, we went out to Wyoming um, a few years ago. I'd like to go to Montana and that area and really just be able to take in a lot of the national parks out there. Alaska, you know, the glaciers. Um, Shannon oh, yeah, we talked, talked about, about that. that. Um, that's, the, you know, that would be cool. But... I mean, I just like being in places that I know. So I don't really have any, you know, I don't want to go to, I don't want to go to Japan. I don't want to go to anywhere in, in, I just, I don't really care about going much over across the oceans. So somebody asked how Grandma E was. Oh, Mamaw is so awesome. She just celebrated her 86th birthday on July the 15th. And we went and had um, dinner with her on um, that Sunday, uh, L-Dub and the kids and I, and um, you know, she's just awesome. She, every now and then, has got a little, you know, hiccup with maybe telling you something. But, hey, she's 86. It's okay in my <laughs> book. I'm telling you something twice. Um, let's see. So, one of the big questions we've gotten is, how's Dale doing? Dale's doing good. Um, you know, it, it, uh, he's still dealing with some of his um, issues uh, on the balance. So, he's, um, you know, knee-deep in exercises and, and staying um you know, really habitual with those and getting those done um, each day. But uh, so some days he wakes up. It just depends right now that um, he, he's, you know, feeling like a 50%. Some days he's a 70 or 80%. So um, the doctors have told him it's just going to take time. And, you know, I told him today, patience is not an Earnhardt virtue. <laughs> so <laughs> I know that we don't I have patience. I definitely know that's passed down to Carson. That's <laughs> yes, for sure. Exactly. Well, so that's why I know it's on the Earnhardt <laughs> side. <laughs> Will JRM ever field a cup car? Never say never, but it's definitely not in our plans. Um, you know, we, we love the Xfinity Series. We, we believe in um, the cultivation of drivers and that talent, even um, through our company and, and what we do here. So that's, you know, the reason that Dell started this and the reason that we went to race in 2006. Um, so, so right now the answer is no, um, but, you know, you never know. Somebody wants to know, is Dale driving you crazy being home so much? He's probably driving Amy crazy, but he's not driving me crazy because I'm, I'm here at work every day and uh, not having to, to deal with him every day. Favorite place to vacation with your family? We love going to Pennsylvania where my husband's from. Um, it's just it's so simple up there and, and lots of fun stuff to do, especially from the spring to summer. You know, it's pretty chilly there in the winter. But even then, you know, the kids love going there and, and because we get to see snow. And we don't get to see snow in North Carolina very often. 
Um, so and camping, we love, 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 love camping. So we camp all over uh, North Carolina, Virginia, um, some parts of Tennessee, South Carolina. We've went camping, so we we love to do that too. What's your favorite JRM three sixty prank? Oh gosh. They're all pretty good. I guess, um, you know, everybody knows as far as the Canadian one, I wasn't uh, real crazy about that one to begin <laughs> with. Looking back on it, I get it. It's funny. Um, but, um, gosh, I don't know. What else have we done that was pretty good um, prank-wise? Favorite paint scheme from Junior Motorsports? Oh, hmm. Junior Motorsports' favorite paint scheme. You know, I, th I, I really liked just the sleek white Navy car. And um, I also like it when we do the flat black cars. I think that's pretty cool. Um, so, so I like both of those. Your favorite race track? Like as in to go or to watch as a fan. I, you know, I like Bristol. I like the short tracks. Um, Martinsville. Martinsville is a great place, just period. It's simple. It's easy. You feel like it's kind of old school racing. Um, just the atmosphere there um, at that track. You know, but, but um, I mean, any race is a good race. Will LW ever race again, do you think? I don't know. We talk about it. It's kind of um, on our bucket list daily, weekly at least, to talk about. <laughs> um, he gets that fever. You you know, the fever really never, the fire never dies in a racer. But then, you know, common sense starts coming into play, and we actually think about how it'll fit into our family and what we like to do. And, um, you know, we, we love camping, and when he did race modifieds, we camped at the racetrack wherever he was racing. So that was, I mean, that, that worked just fine. Mm -hmm. But... You know, uh, never say never. He he goes back and forth, so. <laughs> do you miss racing? I do. You know, what I miss about racing is is I just always kind of have the what if, you know, because I really didn't get to um, try it at, you know, a higher level. Felt like I could probably do it, but, but the world was different then um, with females and the racing and that aspect of it and what my dad really wanted us to do and accomplish and, and how we went about that. So, um, you know, it's an opportunity that I didn't get, but I always think back, you know, what could have been or, or what if. So, mm -hmm. What is your favorite podcast besides Fastlane Family on Dirty Mo Radio? Um, you can be biased. Motor Mouse. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, well, I'm sitting here and your daughter's on Motor Mouse. <laughs> no, that means, I, you know why? And I say that because it's probably the one that I've listened to the most. I mean, um, I think the concept of Historically Speaking is really cool. I was on mm -hmm. that, you know, and, and I've listened to a few of those. Um, the down, th they all serve their different purpose, you know, and, and there's so much variety with Earnhardt Outdoors. The stories that Carrie and Hank have told are just phenomenal. They're with the families so and the good. fact that they're, our dads, you know, hunted together and stuff. That has, that's all, really, that's been surprising to me how well that podcast has come across and, and, and the content that they've been able to generate. So, um, but yeah, I like the old motor mouse. I think it's funny and it's unique and the concepts and, you know, my daughter's on there. <laughs> people want to know is Amy going to come back on the uh, podcast um she always has an open invitation so if um if she wants to we would love to have her on sometime somebody asks if you buy your vehicles at Hendrick yes um well Dale has a dealership you know in Tallahassee so we actually um can drive vehicles from there and um I just bought Carson a vehicle from one of Mr. Hendrick's dealerships and Jeep. um for her 16th birthday and so yes so we we are definitely a Hendrick dealer supporter somebody said something about military school yeah we went to military school Dale and I um I never knew that yep I was a ninth and tenth grader Dale was a seventh and eighth grader he's the one that had to go and uh we were in Christian school at the time we had kind of jumped around schools and um 
Christian school wasn't working out too well. The demerit system was getting the best of him. And so our dad and Teresa thought that the best thing to do was send him to military school. And I just couldn't take the fact that my little brother was headed there. So I went about three weeks later, and we both went about a year and a half there. And you had fun with it? I would not say it was fun at the time. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> Looking asked back as a 43-year-old, I can say that it, it, it was, um, you know, it, it shaped who <laughs> I am. It was great discipline, good learning. Um, I didn't mind it too bad because I, I followed rules. I'm a rules follower. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, yeah. Um, somebody wants to know your favorite memory of your dad. Oh, gosh, I've got a lot of great memories. I think, you know, some of the funnest times that we spent with our dad, for me, were on the farm and doing things, um, you know, the Volkswagen and, and getting that out of the junkyard and being able to drive that around and, and taking dump truck rides with my dad um, across the farm and, and just doing stuff like that. Um, those times where he worked on the farm a lot and the ability for us to go out there and do that kind of thing. Um, I, I bailed hay and, and loaded hay up with the farmers and stuff like that with them that, um, you know, I look back and really enjoy those times. Somebody wants to know, what do you guys do to kind of, like, still, like, incorporate your dad into your life? Um, you know, we talk about my dad a lot, um, with my kids especially. Um, Wyatt knows who Papa Dale is and can pick his race car, you know, pick the number three out. And, and um, but, I, you know, I don't know if there's anything in particular. I mean, obviously, there's pictures around our house. And um, just because of this business um, and that legacy in the sport, it, he comes up often, um, you know, in so much of our life. So, there's not a whole lot that we have to specifically do to, to, to make that happen. It just is. What advice do you have for someone who wants to drive race cars for a living? Oh, gosh. I mean, you know, the same advice that we talked about earlier, just with that passion and, and trying to put yourself where you can. I mean, being a driver is really hard. Um, you know, there's, there's a minimal amount of spots out there to make it in the big time. It's expensive to do, um, you know, at the level like my kids do right now in the outlaw kart racing, it's fun and, and, you know, you can go out and have fun with it. But when you decide that that's what you want to do as a career path, you know, there's, it's, it gets more difficult to do that. So, um, I don't know that I have any good advice cause it's, it's just a, it's a tough thing financially, um, to do and, you know, to put yourself out there and do it. So best racing lesson your dad ever taught you racing as in on the racetrack you know um gosh uh I mean for me he didn't really give a whole lot of advice he, you know he wasn't around a lot he never really he never saw me race um really never I, I don't think he saw Dale but once because um, hmm, he was racing know, too yep and you know he traveled same weekends we raced and um we all were at different tracks and things like that but um you know, I think the most thing for me, and then I'm just speaking from my standpoint, not the boys' standpoint, was just to go out and have fun with it. Um, you know, he knew that uh, I was going in with, you know, a deficit already being a female. And at the time when we were racing in the late models in the 90s, you know, I raced against 50-year-old men. I mean, Max Presswood was, you know, a several-time national champion. I raced against, um, at that point, uh, Dennis Setzer I raced against. And, you know, here's this... 19 you know year old girl racing against these you know <laughs> maybe they were in their 40s at the time I don't know but they um, anyway you know yeah I mean they've been doing it forever too Pete Silva uh, I know he was old when I um raced so Dexter <laughs> Knipe you know there's there's so many good short track racers then um that I raced against so uh the competition was fierce and um uh you know but I held my own 
So somebody asked, could they be an assistant to Mike Davis? <laughs> Mike, the, the truth of the matter is Mike needs as many assistants as he could possibly get. The other truth of the matter is, is that we can't afford to pay that many assistants <laughs> as Mike needs. So um, I already, I already yeah. help enough as it is. Um, I don't, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I could use yeah. somebody to assist me to assist yeah. Mike. But the assistant to the assistant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Could you talk about JRM's unique approach to digital content in the sport? They, this person loves it. Well, I have to give tons of credit to Mike Davis for that. Um, he, he really is an innovator and a, a creative person on our team. Um, with that communications background, he's, he's very open-minded, um, always trying to think about. And, and I think the thing that works for him is he always asks the question, is this different? And is this different than what other teams are doing? Um, and if it is, how can we put it to work and how, and our, you know, Dale, his Dale style being laid back and fun and interested in technology and interested in this space, um, helps because, you know, our fans know that and, and, and they take our content and, and, you know, share it and put it out there. But, um, I mean, really the credit goes to Mike, um, and, and, um, like I said, he just is always asking what's different and what can we do different against the other teams, create value for our sponsors, create you know, content for the fans and keep them really um, enmeshed, you know, in our world. So um, does Wyatt have a race car yet? Wyatt, he has lots of Fisher-Price race cars <laughs> and Wyatt has a goat cart that our crew chief Jason Burdett's um, son Ethan drove uh, when he, I think he was about four. But Wyatt is just now getting to where he wants to um, do something with an engine noise. He, <laughs> he, for the longest time, really didn't like engine noises. So, but he did tell us the other day that he's ready for that. So, um, we'll probably get him out there, but you know, not in a real big hurry. The kids are starting way too early these days, <laughs> you know, racing. I want them to be a kid and have fun. Will you attend any more races this year? Yep. Absolutely. Uh, headed to Bristol here in August. Um, you know, after that, our summer stays busy. We do a lot of stuff with the kids just because they're out of school. So, and the summer racing schedule, you know, um, a lot of stuff up north and whatnot. So we, we don't travel to quite as many in the summer, but the spring and the fall get busy for us. So, yep, we'll, we'll be back out there. Do you ever see Keelan Harvick? Only at the races and on um, the internet. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> what is your favorite part of JRM? The people. You know, uh, so many people here back in 2001 when I came to work and we, we knew that we were going to start racing and our company was growing in, you know, 2006, seven time frame. Um, I worked with at Action and just put people around me that, you know, had already proven themselves and, and that I knew and, you know, today just continuing to grow in people and, and um, provide a, you know, fun place to work, a place where they can learn and, and, you know, continue to hone in on their skills and show their skills and prove themselves. So um, I, I think that's the, the best thing that we have going. I mean, people make or break an organization. So um, that have to be my favorite part. Somebody wants to know if Carson has any more plans to race the late model this year. Hopefully we'll get her back out there in the fall. Her summer's been real busy, too. She's been in California racing. Um, she is uh, doing some some other things that you'll learn about here in the next month or so for NASCAR. And uh, so she's had a full plate. Uh, she's racing her cart out at Millbridge still. And um, so maybe uh, in, the, in the fall she'll get back at it. So everybody says, been watching. Thanks for everything. So... We, on our normal Fastlane families, we do a hair 911. Hair 911, what's your emergency? Which normally we ask fans, but this week we're kind of going to do it a little bit different. Kind of talk about this week's product, which is the pink bottle. I haven't used this one. Beach Bound Beach Protection Bound. Spray. Yeah. Well, I'm headed to the beach 
I might need to, that's a good product. This one is if you're heading out to the beach or the pool and you want to protect your hair from the damage of the sun, it is a great product. And I have to laugh because you and Shannon were talking about on a prior episode how you got like sun in and all yeah. that stuff we would all put in our hair. That we used to use. And now we're. So this is actually protecting. Yes. Yeah, protecting the hair. It smells so good. Protect your hair and your color and everything like that. And, you know, it's funny the more educated we get, the better we get about protecting our hair and everything oh, yeah. like that. So that's a good and product to use. And in our bodies and all that good stuff. Oh, yep. yes, for sure. Yep. So how do you get the spray? People are asking, how do you get the Bedhead by TG products? You can pick this up at Ulta, which is the best place to pick it up because you can get a discount. So you can go to Ulta.com. Um, if you enter TG15, which is T-I-G-I-1-5, you can get 15% off this. Um, obviously, you can head into your um, you know, local Ulta. They're, they have lots of uh, storefronts. And you know anywhere else where TG sold, you can look it up. All right, you guys, I hope you have enjoyed this um, episode of Fast Lane Family brought to you by Bedhead by TG. It was a lots of fun to get on Periscope and, and do this live, and hopefully we can do this again in the future sometime. Everybody have a great week. Hey, everyone, this is Justin Allgaier, host of Junior Motorsports Upfront. Tune in to Dirty Mo Radio every Thursday as Jonathan Davis and I talk about everything Junior Motorsports, welcome guests, and more. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 